Aldi is hosting National Hiring Week for stores September 12th through the 18th. Over the past several years, we've grown rapidly, expanding from coast to coast. That means more opportunities for you to join our store teams across the country. You'll also benefit from our newly increased wages. During National Hiring Week, qualified candidates will be invited to interview on-site and may receive same-day job offers. Join us and apply online at careers.aldi.us slash radio. Welcome to more. Aldi is proud to be an equal opportunity employer. Hello, I bet you thought that the season had ended and I just hadn't said anything. In fact, quite the opposite. I've made a few episodes and I've stacked them up and I'm off to London in a couple of weeks to make more. So you never know, the gap might be further away than you think. Now, a big thank you to everyone that came to see uh, the Fascinated Live show in the Dublin Podcast Festival. It was so much fun. Thanks to Neve Cavanagh uh, and Naomi Coleman who came along and chatted and sang their hits. Neve sang In Your Eyes, her Eurovision winner, and Naomi sang Ordinary World, which was her big hit uh, where she was on top of the pops and we had such a blast. Also, a special thank you to Anne-Marie Cullen and Adam Marcello who came along and played for Naomi because she did kind of acoustic version of it and it was really lovely. There was a lovely moment when we revealed to the audience that Adam was actually the guy who plays the drums on the Modern Family music so uh, we were all a little bit impressed the whole thing was recorded so I'm sure it will be available at some point it was also filmed actually so I think it might be put on YouTube but I'll keep you posted with all of that but if you're in Dublin on the 5th of December Naomi and Amory will be playing a gig that night check out Naomi's social media for all of that but I am going and I cannot wait Also, if you're a fan of Fascinated, here is a tip. Malcolm McLean has a new book out called Freak Like Me. It's his memoir of being an obsessed pop fan in the 90s and his encounters with pop stars. He sent me a copy and I've just started reading it and it is so good. It is really worth buying just to see the photograph of his bedroom radiator, which was an homage to Eternal. I salute you, Malcolm. You are an absolute legend. It's called Freak Like Me by Malcolm McLean and you'll get it in all good bookstores. I'll put an Amazon link in the bio because do check it out. Oh, it's fantastic. If you want a trip down memory lane, and by memory lane, I mean 90s pop memory lane, check this book out because this will do it. Now, onto this episode. We are slap bang in the middle of X Factor, which by all accounts is... <laughs> I was going to say dog shit, but dying a death, I think it's fair to say. The the celebrity version is just uh, not great. But today's guest harks back to the halcyon days of The X Factor. It is Sean Smith, who along with his sister were same difference and they are synonymous with the glory days of X Factor. I sat down to chat with Sean during the summer about how he unexpectedly ended up in a group with his sister and how Louis Walsh kind of still owes him a house. Stay tuned. Hello, I'm Gerard Farrelly and you are very welcome to another episode of Fascinated. My guest today is the singer Sean Smith. Sean is a solo artist in his own right, but he is probably best known for his time in a pop band that still holds a special place in our heart. The 2007 X Factor finalists, Same Difference. Sean Smith and his sister Sarah were the cheery pop duo Same Difference who made the live finals in 2007, which was before the whole thing descended into misery porn. Now, I didn't see the series, but I do remember some of the big performances, like when they jumped out of bed to sing Wham's Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go, or the one that everyone seems to remember, where Same Difference gazed lovingly into each other's eyes to sing Nothing's Gonna Stop Us Now, which was a bit odd. 
But in actual fact, if you watch it back, it wasn't half as odd as it was made out to be during those water cooler conversations. In fact, the only thing odd really were the lyrics. And if this world runs out of lovers, we still have each other. That is a bit odd. But in fairness, they sang it great. It's kind of funny to watch, but looking back today, Sean has a good sense of humour about it. From their first live show, they seemed set to pick up where Steps had left off. Bubblegum pop music for preteens. But they had an ace up their sleeve. On the first live show, they gave a cheeky and chipper but no perfect performance of tragedy, which, if you look back, appeared to be absolutely effortless for them. And they were the first in the public vote. In a singing competition, it shouldn't be a surprise, but the secret to the success of Same Difference on X Factor was they were very, very good. Even the harshest critic had to admit that they always sang perfectly. They were always full of beans, and if you look back, they were impossible not to like. Though some people really tried. Louis Walsh hated them. The thing about Same Difference is they're so cheesy. I don't know why Sam and Carol picked them, you know? He would give grumpy reviews after each performance. To be fair, this was before Louis got the facelift, so maybe he just looked grumpier than he was. Same Difference romped home each week. There was no singing for survival or any of that bullshit. Same Difference were getting the job done. For seven of the ten weeks, they were in the top three, and their lowest score was fourth. They eventually came third in the competition and got a big deal, and made the album you would expect. A bubblegum collection of high energy stonkers. Album two followed, and the music was a little bit less bubblegum. They started to do things like acoustic sessions. Same difference were starting to grow up, and with that came an image change. And uh, not to put too fine a point on this, Sean got a bit hot. I have the sweetest memories in my photo frame. Okay, he got very hot. He did a nude photo shoot and even stripped off for charity after a performance at GAY in London. And nobody minded. But Sean and Sarah pulled the plug on Same Difference in what must have been a very eventful Christmas for the Smith family back in 2014. At the time, they had signed a new deal with London Records and they were in the middle of making their third, as yet, unreleased album called Superheroes. At the time, London Records released a statement saying it was fun to work with them and that they were disappointed that they couldn't share more musical memories together. Sarah now runs a stage school and Sean releases music solo and tours in musicals. He began his solo career in 2016 with his debut single, Turn Me On. He has released five singles and there is an album on the way. All of his releases have flown up the dance charts and the single charts and have been hits in Europe. Love, love. 
Recently, one of his tracks was used on the soundtrack to the BBC drama Mother, Father, Son, starring Richard Gere. And he has just released his latest single, Dirty Mirrors. Now, I have to say, Sean is exactly what you'd expect. He's a really nice, fun, upbeat guy. I met him in Staines, just outside London. I didn't know much about Sean, but when his PR said that he was interested in coming on the show, I couldn't resist. I had booked a meeting room to interview Selena from The Honeys. So after the interview with Selena, I got a call from Sean, but there was no signal in the room, so I only caught a few words. From what I could make out, he was saying he was at the job centre and I thought, oh shit, this is going to be bleak. And I said, take your time, Sean. No rush. You do what you have to do. It's all good. Anyway, it turns out he was actually calling to say he was just parked up outside the job centre, which was across the road. Also, you'll be very pleased to know that Sean has a lovely car because Same Difference did quite well for themselves. But it's all there in the interview. He's a really cool guy and it was a pleasure to chat to him. This is Sean Smith. Sean Smith from Same Difference. I'm very excited. I'm very excited to meet you. I'm very excited to be here. Thanks for having me. So I was actually reading up all about you because um, I like obviously I've seen you in The X Factor and thought, yeah, absolutely brilliant. Follow it on Instagram. Absolutely. For the guns. It's the guns, Sean. Oh, <laughs> it's all about the guns. The, Had to the Sean show. <laughs> <laughs> but I was reading up about you. You, like this, this, what you're doing now, this was the backup plan. Like there was no other... Yeah. There's no other thing for you, really. You were it was you were going to be a singer, and that was the end of it. Oh, that's all I've ever wanted. Of course it is. I mean, did I want the same difference to last a hell of a lot longer? Yeah, of course, absolutely. Anything that's going well, you want it to last a long, long time. And it just so happened that I was doing it, you know, in, in the whole process with my sister. Yeah. And um, you know, if, if which is a great thing because then if we do fall out, we're always going to be brother and sister. We're always going to have that link. Uh, whereas you know in other bands maybe they might have think of different directions they want to go and there's a whole bunch of egos and Sarah and I would never have had that so if it had really cracked on and been huge and, and, and it would have lasted a long long time then we could have stuck with it forever you know yeah I mean uh, it was interesting because I watched you on an interview where you you've been gigging long before the same difference you were doing clubs and cruises yeah, and yeah, all that yeah. sort of stuff um, it was interesting when you were talking about your X Factor audition you didn't actually go in there to audition with your sister. That's absolutely true. <laughs> absolutely true. Everyone, I feel, has already heard this story, but maybe for those uh, listeners that haven't, basically, yeah, they kept, Sarah was really, like, she was quite a pretty girl, blonde and everything, and also she was at um, Italia Conti at the time, and she was so working out every day, and she was just... I think when they're in those sort of environments, they're really being themselves. They're out there and they've got this, you know, whole bunch of new friends and everyone's having fun and out, they're out all the time. And she just had this big, large and life personality. And uh, the person, one of the runners from The X Factor came up to her in the, in the queue. Bearing in mind, at this point, it was like 250,000 applicants a year. And so there God were almighty. so many people and it was ridiculous. And they were getting us to do all this thing, you know, filming. And everyone's sort of going, yeah, we're here The X Factor. And they're like, yeah, yeah. you can't audition until you've done your filming. And just, you know, you're just like, oh, God, you've been there all day. Anyway, they, this guy came up to her in the, in the queue and said... Um, uh, are you, so are you auditioning today and, try, and they, all the cameras came round and made a big deal of her she was like no I'm not auditioning I'm here with my brother <laughs> just to support him and then they and then they kind of sort of like oh okay well would you audition and, and, and she was like 
Yeah, I'd, I'd audition. Anyway, next minute, the two of us get thrown to the front of the queue and taken straight through to the producers. It was so... Like, for all those people, I felt terrible, you know, that were standing in the queue waiting for You shouldn't have felt terrible. No. No, but... I mean, yeah, Hard I luck. mean, we got lucky. Hard luck. Yeah. But you... But there must have been a part of you that was like... <laughs> I know it was it, but also I think to myself what if Sarah wasn't there that day I would have stood there in that queue the entire time sang a few lines and then got thrown out <laughs> you know so you, so you just went in and sang a song and that was it I went in sang sang a Bon Jovi song and, and they said can you please go outside Sarah went in and sang sang a song I think it was Eternal Flame the Atomic Kitten version okay, of course <laughs> of course She's very young very young and uh, yeah she, she and then they said no to her but can you can you come and wait outside and then they had a little word of each other and they came out and said look guys would you would you go and perform together and uh, and and we kind of like went well whatever it takes at that time yeah, to yeah. do the X Factor because it could take you to fame and they seemed to really like us so and we went in and sang um uh, oh, it's the one you know the theme from Friends. Um, oh, I'll be there for you. I'll be there for you. <laughs> and I was not just saying it, murdered it, absolutely <laughs> murdered it. And and they were like, "You're great. You're going through." And do you know, you're just like absolutely in shock. That's pretty much what what happened. Because it, yeah. it was a really weird. It was really weird because you were painted. The two of you were painted as this kind of panto duo. Yeah. yeah. That. Uh, Kind of like there was kind of the Jedward vibe about the whole thing, yeah. And then yeah. that you, it was like, oh, well, they'll be gone next week. But mm. because you were actually really good, like you got all the way to the final, yeah. And you, you, you were never in a sing-off, yeah. Like so you were never bottom two. People never thought of us as, as good. So I'm yeah. glad that you said that. No, but I, uh, because but I, we're I, both I, trained singers. You I, know? I, I, I didn't watch. Um, I didn't watch that series of the X Factor really. Yeah. Because um, yeah. I kind of I kind of gave up maybe the year the previous year I think. That was Leona uh, and Ray. I think it was the year before. Us. Who, who was it? Leona Lewis won it, and Ray Queen came second. Okay, yeah, and yeah, then your yeah. year was uh, Alexandra Burke, was it? Uh, no, that was the year after us. Oh, right, okay. JLS, Alexandra Oh, it was Leon Burke. Jackson. Leon Jackson. See, for somebody that doesn't actually watch it. <laughs> it's not bad, it's not bad stuff. It's not yeah, bad. good knowledge. But the, um, I do remember any time I saw your performances, they were always like, that's amazing. Like, <laughs> like hopping out of beds for Wake Me Up Before You Go Go and all of that sort of stuff. I was like, yeah, give it to them. But you... That, did you feel that you were kind of brushed aside a bit or that you were uh, not not necessarily I mean it was it was crazy really because up to then it was always seen as like just a singing competition and then yeah. they brought in Brian uh, oh god oh god it's killing me What's his surname? Brian Freeman, amazing guy, absolutely oh, right, incredible. Yeah. Ameri- uh, you know, American just loved us, and we became like his brainchild. And he just used to love sort of putting on these big performances of us. And it completely changed the way X Factor was. I know it was early doors; it was series four. But up to then, they hadn't really had much like that. No, it was and always a sudden, thing. Yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, we came along, and they, and they was being really creative with it. And uh, and we love Brian for sort of making us what we were because it was giving people something to get excited about and looking forward to watching us watching us each week and it seemed to sort of like catch on with people but then all of a sudden after us they brought well this is a winning formula and then it brought way to yes. p- yeah, yeah, people because yeah. Jedward were like two or three years after us I think okay, and it was yeah. weird because <laughs> Sarah and I used to basically clean up on all the sort of like kids you know like the um you know like butlins and stuff like that we used to just clean up because it, up to up 
before us it was always Chico was that sort of act okay. and we came along took all his work and then <laughs> and then all of a sudden Jedward came along and took all of us <laughs> oh, right. and it was kind of you know it was, it was it was good I mean we always loved doing that kind of thing it always kept us to work it was always brilliant but it, yeah I mean in answer to the question it it was amazing what they what they did for us and um, it, although we were kind of seen as a bit of a bit of fun maybe yeah, you know panto. the love to hate yeah, kind yeah, of thing yeah yeah yeah, I'll talk about Panto. Um, there's a really interesting story with that because um, Louis Walsh said you'll only ever end up in Panto. So okay. the year out of X Factor, we got offered a ridiculous amount of money to go and do Panto. This was in Wimbledon Theatre, one of the big flagship ones. Yes. And uh, we turned it down purely because we didn't want to prove him right. <laughs> but no. now, do you know when you look back at it and you think, God, that would have just been, a ma- you know, like basically a house in one in one Christmas you know bought outright you know it's, it, you Louis think, oh my god Louis it, Walsh so it, it, cost you, know, you a house yeah basically basically but you know you, you, we thought at that point we were going to get signed and go on to be this huge you know worldwide star because a lot of them did I mean Leona the year before oh of course you know, yeah, yeah. she went on to be multi multi platinum selling out you know all over the world and you think wow this is our this is our way to doing that as well so and, and obviously you're going to want it to be as big as you possibly can so you sort of put your mind on it and just do we can. Oh my god, Louis Walsh owes you. <laughs> oh, no. He really does. <laughs> oh, no. What a dick. Oh, he's got. He's probably got got that stashed away. He can just give it to us. It's fine. Yeah, if you're actually, he should. Louis, get he in should. touch. I ran into I ran, <laughs> I ran into Louis Walsh at the dance with the stairs final yeah. la- about a, three four nights ago. Amazing. Uh, he, he's he's looking very well. He's been very refreshed, Sean. Yeah, he has. He's he went into a surgeon. He said, "I want give me oh, the full really? Angela Lansbury. Oh, I want to look like Angela Lansbury." Oh, why not? <laughs> Why not? He looks incredible, though. I'm sure. He does. Absolutely. But he owes you money. Yeah. <laughs> what the, that's the trust of this. I'll take it out of his, out of his face, then. <laughs> no, Whatever you paid the surgeon, yeah. write a check for the same difference, lads. Oh, goodness. No, it seems to be the way everyone's going now, doesn't it? With all, yeah, you know, yeah. Get better themselves looking better. Yeah, of course. You know, but it's, uh, he, it's funny. It's but, funny. so, you, after, after the X Factor, so, I mean, you did really well. You got to the final. Yeah, yeah. Um, you did a couple of albums and stuff. What was that like? Because you, like, you went in and you were going to be, you know, a solo guy. Yeah, yeah. And Robbie Williams sort of, you know, rock. You went in and sang Bon Jovi. And then when you come out of the X Factor machine, you're, you know, you're this guy in a duo, duo with his sister. H from Steps, yeah. <laughs> you're H from Steps. You can steps. say it, it's fine. H from Steps, that's a really good. Cool. <laughs> oh Sean it's very depressing <laughs> no, no, no. do you know but what like, I always say like he's got loads of fans I like, he's a lovely guy when I met him he's a oh of course guy. yeah so uh, you know but well, HM Steps is a really good place like if you're a closeted gay guy in the pop industry HM Steps is a really good place to go but if you're like a Bon Jovi singer <laughs> straight guy <laughs> I mean <laughs> I'm sure you had yeah. your issues with it <laughs> well would I have wanted to be seen in a slightly different way yeah of course but you know Here's a problem with the, the whole X Factor thing is, but I, I'll go back really. I partly blame Sarah for the way that we were seen because she genuinely is that. She was brought up a pop child, and okay. because the runners loved her so much, I always believed that it was it was her that was sort of like driving it, and I was okay. kind of like along for the ride, you know. And so uh, it, it was definitely she loved it, and that's how she wanted to be perceived, and so okay. that was great. And, um, you know, and, and I was never going to do anything to screw up anything for her because, you know, I was, you know, getting famous all of a sudden. and everything Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I kind of just went along with it. But would I have wanted things, you know, maybe to be seen slightly different? Yeah, of course. 
Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. But it's just the way it was. But also the money starts rolling. Yeah, that, that, that was definitely something that, I mean, I, I always think we were lucky and unlucky in some ways because it was 2007 we went on the X Factor. Obviously, the big crash was in 2008. Okay. And we, we had money during the crash, so we invested at that time. Quite lucky now. Again, it's very serious all of a Brilliant. sudden, aren't we? No, no, I love uh, it. I love, yeah, but I that love kind of really like worked that. out for us in a, in a weird way that, that okay. the crash happened and we had money at the time of the crash. I mean, obviously, you want cash at those times you can buy the bargains and that's kind of what happened with us so it really set us up the whole X Factor thing but at the same time our record career kind of got blown by the uh, by the um, the, the, the whole crash because Wolves had a lot of our um, stock yeah. and it all went under with them and it took months to get the stock oh. back off of them to then and by then it had kind of and I know our management at the time were like look if people want it they can go out and get it so can't blame it on that but that was but if they have a lot of stock and you're yeah that's... yeah I mean it, I mean a lot I think a lot of record execs would probably say look if they want to find it they'll find it there are other ways and means if they really want it um, so maybe that was a bit of a lame excuse but you never know like a lot of people well, might walk in and go oh, I do like the whole point it up the yeah. whole point of marketing is to put it in people's faces so yeah. they can make the decision if they have to go find was, it yeah our yeah. whole thing was Woolworths um, and even on our um, sort of TV ad campaign it was like buy it now at Woolworths you know oh, right, and right. that it went under obviously was that the the pop album, yes, the, the first album, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Because but obviously, you, if that's huge, then you'll get another one, and, and you're still yeah, on yeah. a major label, and you know it will just you know obviously it's, it's never easy with a second label, especially when you've come off a show like the X Factor. But you just never know. You probably we probably would have been in it for longer and okay. had great success. Over yeah, because I mean, kids were like like kids loved you. Like you were kind of yeah, like the, yeah. you were like this. Like yeah, new steps. Wow, you look yeah. at it, and, and nowadays it's like the kids that used to love us years ago, kind of, they're like older now. You know, they're like <laughs> I'm fully fledged adults. Try and sleep with them. That's yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, so you okay? So you, you you did the first album, and the, like there was, re- there was actually some really good stuff on that. Like there really was. Like the We Are One. I mean, <laughs> that's come up on that's cool come up pop. on a gym playlist for me every so often. I'm gonna admit that. Is it, it's a bit slow for the gym. I mean, uh, no. Is it Sean, a, kind of, Sean, a little less judgment. <laughs> Have you seen me? <laughs> you look good. You look Thank lovely. you. Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but um, so yeah, because like that, I I did actually. I listened to that album a few times. Um, and then afterwards, then there was a bit of an image change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you yeah. got you, you, you went, fu- you went kind of, you kind of glasses, like a bit nerdy, geek, geek a bit. chic. Yeah, we got geek new, chic. We got I new, like it. It was very in at that time. Um, we got we, we got new management, and they were so keen on getting us away from this whole bubblegum pop thing because they were like, "This is our way in." It's it's yeah. If if all of a sudden same difference made this huge change from what you know them for, then it's gonna make headlines. It's gonna get, and we did. We we were in. You know, got Heat magazine picked us up like loads of different. We, yeah, yeah. We, it, it kind of did what it had to do to get us back out there, and I was so keen on shaking the. the you, yeah, you know, yeah, you see this from like, uh, uh, for example, we were always sort of molded around the whole high school musical thing. But you see oh, Zac yeah, Efron yeah, yeah. realizing that oh god, I want to be seen as something. You know, it's, uh, I think John Travolta did the same, didn't he? You know, oh, of course, fiction yeah. after. Yeah. You, you just, you get to this point where you're like, oh, I'm, I'm being seen in this way that I don't, it's, yeah. I, don't get me wrong, I never, I always say, because the fans that love that, I don't want to take myself away from that because it was truly me. 
you know? yeah, and, yeah. And you're, so yeah. you're always in this kind of not sure but there is there is a point where you're it's kind of a grown up thing because what age were yeah. you around X Factor? Um, I was twenty one. Sarah was eighteen. All right, okay. And so, yeah. and it's yeah. So you're, you've only got a year or two where mm. where you're gonna be yeah. com- comfortable. And also at twenty one, you know, you're you're exploring your sexual life and everything like that. Yeah. I'm this kind of guy that's sort of like. <laughs> With his sister all the time, you know. Singing <laughs> like love songs to each other, you're like, no. Yeah, and, and everyone always said that, you know, used to look at each other's eyes and say, That was really it, funny. But, but the genuine, like, we were just told to do that, and because it was part of the choreo, you know, and, and but then I'll look it back and think, I can see what people was thinking, yeah. you know. But, and I would probably think the same if I was sort of sat watching See, it. What was it? Nothing's going to stop us now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that would just sang. Just sang a couple of, yeah, just sang the song. And I loved it. Didn't yeah, it? Oh, it's cool. Like, I mean, all the music was just so, um, yeah, it was bubblegum pop and it was like, yeah, you, you just cannot turn it off like once yeah. you hear it. You know, and this is the thing, can. like, you know, I always thought, well, if we get played at every wedding forevermore, then brilliant, you know. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> but, you know, it didn't, it didn't catch on as much as I wanted wanted it to be because it could, course, you know, it's, yeah, it's still yeah. a great pop tune but when I think about We Are One the week it came out I mean it got to number 13 in the UK chart which is unbelievable yeah, by today's amazing. standards yeah. but in Ireland you got us to number 10 top 10 thank yeah, you very much so well I love you for that over, over in Ireland thank you all your Irish it's probably, we probably didn't have the broadband that's what it was people, <laughs> people couldn't illegally download it but no we're going to have to come we have a huge broadband crisis I well, yeah. thank you regardless. Well, I love oh, you top it. ten, no problem. Yeah. Um, and so after that, then you like when you did your when you did the second album, like you you weren't you didn't you do a nude? Something? Oh yeah, yeah. But people <laughs> tell me everything. Kind of for the strong. kind of for the money though. <laughs> <laughs> kind of for and, the and, money. And it looked charitable. <laughs> so oh yeah, two yeah, win yeah. wins. You know. Yeah, okay. All right. Char- yeah, it was for testicular cancer. Testicular cancer. Yeah. yeah. And you were like, you got, do you know? You do know that everyone's going to go out and look for it now, don't you? Yeah, and, completely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's you know, it's it's one of those things that will haunt me forever. Because yeah, because but it, it, it sort of brought up this debate of like, do you shave? Do you not? And I remember rather than sort of like the whole point of why it was done, which was to get guys to check them. It's this check. Them oh yeah, yeah, check. Yeah. And, and the whole, I had to actually, I, as part of the campaign, I actually had to actually go around and sort of like say to guys, this is how you do it. I didn't get anything out. <laughs> but, <laughs> so you were saying, basically, were you just walking up to people in, yeah, in pubs. It's not just like <laughs> unis and schools and stuff. <laughs> basically just like just just so you know if you feel your testicles and if you've got a lump you've got to go to the doctor and this I used is, to be is, so really serious I know it's a good term for the worst yeah. doesn't it, <laughs> it really but, but that was part of what I had to do for, for the for the for the money <laughs> but yeah and and but rather than picking up on what the point was which was to check him it kind of took on a world of its own as like you know because I I'd shaved all over for it because I thought no one needs to see a big bush and you know a big like sort of porn star chair, chest hair. so I shaved it all and that was like the question on everyone's lips you know it was like I'm Sean do you shave yeah, do you yeah, not yeah, yeah. What's, you know but in, yeah instead oh goodness me how did we get to this that's your fault it's my fault <laughs> But no, but didn't you do? Wasn't there? You, you got it off in a club or something? Yes, yeah, yeah. 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 And in in Gay, that was exactly the same. It was kind of like, wow. Oh, we know he gets his kit off now, and uh, <laughs> you know, so we're going to go around with a bucket. So if we if we raise a certain amount for, I think that one was HIV, then uh, oh, right, okay. all the clothes come off and. Uh, 
of course it was in J1 and everyone shouting like off off and all that kind of stuff <laughs> so I just so okay, I, was, okay, and, and I said my way out of it first was Sarah's here I can't it's my sister they were like well let's get rid of her and I'll just sit <laughs> so there so they put Sarah in a room yeah <laughs> load of people chanting, chanting off off and I you know what can you do it's just and so Sarah's just in a room backstage on. going I'm not sure this is my dream yeah I'm not sure yeah dream. basically <laughs> But, you know, usually it's the girl that goes and does Nuts magazine. <laughs> He's really changed. Uh, you really picked up a demographic, Sean, yeah. and you kept them. Well done. Yeah, that, 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 that is the way to do it. So uh, so then after that, you... The second album uh, called... Uh, oh, what's the Rest called? is History. The Rest is History. Yeah. I was going to call it uh, Shine On. That was the single, wasn't it? That was it? a single, yeah. 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 Um, so when did you after the, that album when did you realise okay this isn't working because you, you did you you and Sarah you've, you've very t- deliberately stopped working together you yeah. solo and same do you know what it was gone. the album actually did really well considering it was on an independent it was really okay. did really really well um, I think it reached 72 uh, no it achieved 72 Okay. which was really really good the, I think the single was top 20 or something from what I remember that's so decent. really yeah, yeah it was all good. really decent um, and, but it kind of gets sort of brushed over as if oh because it wasn't with Psycho you were already done done and dusted but it wasn't yeah. that way all the fans really stuck behind you still for that for that album and it was still good pure pop but yeah basically it got to a point where I think it was 2014 it was the Christmas of 2014 and um, and I think Sarah and I just had an argument over something really petty. Basically, she wanted to carry on and she wanted to be a, a, a mother and um, sort of get married and, and all, you know, all that kind of yeah. stuff. She, she had always had big dreams of all that kind of thing as well. Um, whereas I just wanted to keep going and keep performing, keep building, so I loved it so much. Um, and also she always had dreams of doing a business. Now, we had this thing called um, Same Difference Pop Academy, Oh, right, which yeah. went out to like a whole bunch of havens all over the UK and we literally toured until we were so tired so basically we get up at like 8 in the morning do this pop academy get a show together with the kids perform it with the kids then we'd travel on to another destination do a gig that night wake up in the morning do another pop academy with the kids and it was just a cycle like that Gosh. and we'd do that for, I think it was five out of the seven days a week and on your two days off the time will fly because you'd just be comatose for dead yeah dead yeah and so I was just kind of to be honest as much as I love kids I was kind of done with it yeah of course because <laughs> like, I am I'm, I'm really good with kids because I, I, I rile them up and they all get yeah get, get kid cut. threw up on me on the plane this morning pardon, pardon? The, a kid threw up on me on the oh plane this well, there morning. you go t-shirt yeah and what can you say when it's a kid <laughs> I put a t-shirt I like a t-shirt <laughs> that's a great t-shirt Mrs. Potts says yeah yeah love it <laughs> You're showing your age. Yeah, because well, you call her Mrs. Potts, whereas I'd know her as, as Murder She Wrote. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's the difference. But a kid, a kid beside me. Yeah, I had to put a, a t-shirt in the bin at Heathrow Airport. Oh, like, I'm not carrying a sick. What do you do? T-shirt. You carry a be- carry a sick around. Done. That one Brad, Brad owes me a decent t-shirt. Oh goodness. <laughs> but yeah, no, I can understand that. You just want rid of them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. Uh, she she loved it. She, yeah. Like for her, it was like, oh, I've got your kids around. She absolutely loved it. So, it, cut long story short, she ended up um, making um, a thing called the SD Studios, which okay. now has got two hundred and fifty kids. She's absolutely flying. Uh, she's now got a child of her own, oh. and it's just, it's just sort of like I, I kind of wish I'd stayed in it because <laughs> of the financial gain. <laughs> I'm being very honest about oh, my right. okay. deeply into my finances <laughs> on this on this podcast. But yeah, she's smashing it, absolutely oh, wow. smashing it. But I just I just felt like oh, 
I just don't want to stop turning the balls. I don't want to stop it's making records. It's also very young to... Yeah. What, like, if you, can, if you can still make records, like, if people still want to make your records and people still want to hire you to do stuff, you're very young just to go now and just yeah, to teach. Yeah, yeah. That'll always be there. Exactly. But I, I think because it's... It, she does a hell of a lot of teaching, don't get me wrong, but it's more the business side that's really helping her grow. And also, she wants yeah. to keep the name of the same difference. It's a great way of keeping it out there. Yeah. So, that, that I'm really, really proud of her for that. There's no question. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think that we wanted to go in different directions. To me, I was like, let's go find another independent label. Let's do another album. Yeah. Let's get, get another push. And then we can... Because any time that you get an album that's relatively successful... Um, all of a sudden you go on tour again and it just builds yeah yeah it's just the way it is so I I thought let's go again let's just go again but Sarah was like (laughs) enough's enough I'm loving this kid thing we've taken out of it all that we possibly can and uh, and so we kind of mutually agreed that 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 was the end okay wow (laughs) I'm crying just thinking about it (laughs) (laughs) I'd say that was a really ropey Christmas in the Smith House (laughs) I think it was yeah it was that that period between Christmas and New Year and I just think we were at each other's throats do you have uh, other brothers and sisters no no it's just the two of you yeah alright and who's older Um, I'm older by three years alright okay yeah Yeah. wow and so your parents that must have been hilarious for them like, <laughs> what for your kids to be like our, kid, our kids are oh I thought well, I thought you meant like when we decided to call it a day <laughs> oh, no, that, I'm sure that was quite that must, rough I, I bet yeah, they were creasing was... up at you two <laughs> at each other's throats every day <laughs> they're killing each other downstairs yeah oh, yeah. oh god yeah, because you're brother and sister though it's so easy to get, to get like that because you've known it all growing up yeah you of know, course like, yeah, yeah. Was, you know and, uh, and now you're working together you're having way too much of each other yeah, yeah. That would, oh, God, I mean, when it gets like that with people that don't know each other and they haven't got the sort of family ties, it must be horrific. I think of like like One Direction, you know, or that you always yeah, yeah. have like inner inner squabbles. Don't like you? I've I've heard horrific stories yeah, from other yeah. people. Uh, even this morning, someone really, yeah, yeah. It's just you're, you've it, got a lot of mates around us. But honestly, you were you know yourself being on the road. It's so tiring and you're emotional. <laughs> oh yeah, and you might have a good a good crowd and the crap crowd, and you think why and oh why yeah. am I doing this and, and then you're etc. And people don't realise that what the, the, the sort of emotional pressure you put yourselves under. Yeah, and you even, know? even the the fact you're not getting home to your own bed, oh, you're yeah, stuck yeah. in a shell for your dinner. Well, in in, in um, yeah, you're absolutely right. In in um, oh, like Haven, where we did it, was like fish finger bed. <laughs> we used to call it, you know, two little fish fingers, and we'd be fighting over who had the the double, and the other one's got to go in like the the twin kids' room. You know, it's oh, like it's like yeah, no, it's just yeah, yeah no, not, I'm not putting down the company no, that no, no, gave no, me no. work for all those years. No, I mean, it's, and that's a, it's brilliant, but the, the difference yeah. is you're not in your own life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're you're in. You're just going to something else, and it's so unnatural. And also, I I sometimes find it's really uh, hard when you you're somebody's night out, so exactly. the audience are having this great time. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you yeah, when everyone else is off work and they're like, you're coming out. That's when yeah, you're working. Like, yeah. yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what yeah. I mean. With comedy, I love comedy. Love yeah. everything about it. Yeah. But there's there is a part side of me that then goes, yeah, love the work. Not sure about the life though. <laughs> I mean, there's a shelf life with this <laughs> because wow. there is a point where you go, oh, yeah. listen, I, you know, you're missing birthdays. You're, you know, but you get to the point where you're selling multi-million DVDs, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's what downloads. I want. Yeah, that's what I want. And then you kind of go, well, I can just live off that yeah. the rest of my life. Yeah. Substantial amount of money for yeah. work already done. Absolutely, that's the career I want. <laughs> Hence, why I'm still making records. <laughs> and you, like you've done, you've had a few solo singles now. Yeah. Um, so are you got, are you doing an album? 
Yes. Yes. And it's pretty much ready. We're, we're, wow. We're just... Um, Basically, the uh, the company were turning around and saying that they wanted to give value for money because I've already had four singles off this album. Oh, so okay. It, and um, so we're making sure we've got, I think, we're up to 12 or 13 records now. Oh, but right. they said, look, because a lot of them are already singles, we want to give people really good value for money. So we're going to get some more... Um, uh, what they called remixes and stuff. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. These new cool remixes to oh, add cool. to the um, physical copy. So we're just waiting on those coming back. As soon as they are, pretty much good to go. Cool. So, wow. Yeah. So when do you think it's going to be out? Uh, I don't want to put a date on it because uh, okay, yeah, all of because a sudden the fans will be like, yeah, "You said this," and then you've got you've got to answer <laughs> answering to the fans are awful yeah. because you don't want to let them down ever. I know. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, it's it's probably best to sort of not state a date. Yeah, yeah. But I would say basically I'm doing a, a pantomime. <laughs> it's uh, it's going to be a whole lot of fun though. And it, it is. It That's going to be great. Yeah. Because you do, yeah you do a, you do a lot of pantos and stuff each year, don't you? You do. Yeah, I, yeah. I love it because I've done them even before X Factor. I, I did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and so I've become like a bit of a what's the word like uh, you know I'm, stalwart yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah I've been doing it for so long now that it's, yeah. I've become used to it so and well done X Factor because the price went up yeah but basically <laughs> anything to get the pants up price up exactly. <laughs> Louis Walsh we haven't forgotten <laughs> <laughs> exactly Stop. if I had taken that first year I would have been in with a company that would have kept me going for life you oh know he, he's got a lot to answer for he really does <laughs> He needs to fix this. I'm sorry. I'm going to have it out with him at some point. Next time you see him, yeah. I will. I'm sure. And um, so what else is on the horizon? Like, uh, have you uh, plans to tour your own stuff for... Well, obviously... Because you're doing, you're, doing, you're doing, like, club dates and stuff all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've got I've already got um, a few Pride events yeah, coming yeah. For, the, for sort of the um, summertime. But that's not, obviously, tour my own music. But I always say that the cart can't come before the horses. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, you know, once the album comes out, once it starts to gather momentum and people start to really enjoy it, that's when you can start looking at going, right, we can we can maybe get a few yeah, dates. A couple of dates, yeah. And, uh, and see, how, see how people take to it. But... And- I love to do it. It's, it's so much fun. Have you have you played your music music for Sarah? Yes. And what what do you know? The do you know the weird thing is I always send it to her. Okay. And uh, I don't know. She's got such a busy life now that <laughs> she doesn't always get back to me. And I'm like, this means everything to me. She's ghosting you. <laughs> yeah. This is basically, outrageous. this is not on. <laughs> yeah. She 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 kind of she listens to it and says, yeah, it's, it's great, smudge. Or you know, that's my nickname, by the way. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just randomly throw up terms, but no, she, um, yeah, she always says, you know, that, that's great. Or she might say, it will do this, it will do that. But she also always says to me, um, I'm not sure I'm the right person to ask because because I don't listen to all the pop music, you know, all the music that's huge out there at the. Mo- yeah, yeah. I usually listen to the stuff that the kids want to do to to for the performance school. Oh, you know? right. So she's like, you're, you're probably asking the wrong person what's cool and what's not and what's God, she's really what isn't. Yeah, she really like she really. Yeah, isn't interested basically, in the, in that if, if a stuff, kid yeah. comes into the dance school and is like, "This, oh, I love this song. Can we do something to this?" She'll it then comes into her. Into her world. Into her oh, right. world. Yeah, yeah. And then she'll listen to it, take it on, and she'll maybe do a, a performance with the kids with that song. And that's but kind they, of, oh, right, But okay. it's usually, but kids kind of like different stuff, I think, to what's yeah. kind of, you know, what maybe is, you know, biggest out there. I don't know. It maybe be the one one off pop track that's in the top 40 that they just can't get enough of. Oh, right, okay. You know, I don't know. So what's your, then, what's the, the what's the, um, your ambition? Like, what's the, like, you know, if someone was to say to you, because I suppose if somebody had said to you a few years ago, you know, 
what do you want to be? Like, say before all the X Factor is still started, yeah. what, 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 what was the... Well, at the time... What's the life goal, Sean? My deep kind... questions. <laughs> hey, deep questions. <laughs> at the time before the X Factor, I always say one of my biggest, uh, you know, idols was Robbie Williams. Yeah. Because yeah. I love that kind of stuff. I, I kind of... I always wanted to be a footballer growing up. And, uh, and then all of a sudden I became you know a performer randomly really because of two amazing mentors at school yeah but um i remember once i started getting into performing world i thought i need to see more of what's out there started watching a lot of gigs and stuff and uh i remember watching robbie's nebworth um show oh yeah and also the one where he was at the albert hall doing swing stuff yeah and those two shows sort of absolutely blew my mind and thought that's what i want to do that's what i want to be and I loved all like McFly back then, and all yeah, that. They, yeah. they were really, really cool, busted. Yeah, and any, 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 and then I started to think any bands that I like, I'll go out and watch their, you know, what, either buy their DVDs and see what they're about. And that, and then that became what I loved, you know. Yeah, and I, yeah. It really inspired me. Wow. Um, so that, so yeah, that kind of thing is what what I always inspire, aspire to be like. Um, but really, it's a sad place to be because I kind of would love it to get back to where we were. It was the same difference because it was huge. We were here, there and everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Playing to thousands of people, fans screaming everywhere, wanting a piece of you. You know, and now that I look back at it, I think during it, it was kind of... Um, intense. Yeah, it? intense. And you kind of just wanted some time. And sometimes you kind of push it away because it's too much. Yeah. Uh, and you're kind of trying to get away from it as much as you can. Um, and I think part of, that was partly what blew, blew us up a little bit because your head starts to go down this route of yeah completely you know we need to get away from this it's just too much it's just too much um, but now we look back at it you go oh with the times that we had that's wow. great though yeah, yeah and it's great that you shared it with family yeah yeah and that you can yeah you, you're actually free to have a fallout whereas yeah. with people who uh, with other bands that they just fall out and they literally never speak to each other again yeah. and then this big thing that was in their life yeah, they just they're just but they realise how much they love range. each other later. You you you, yeah. you wait, it'll come round. You know, like yeah. take that did one direction and probably have the same. Yeah, probably. You know, yeah, they yeah. kind of go. Do you know what? We just needed some time apart. We spent too much together, too many egos, too much money. You know. Yeah. And uh, but actually, what we had was a really good thing. And God, people will allow it in with open arms because by then it'll be sort of what's yeah, the, word? the anniversary. It's nostalgia. Yeah, it's nostalgia. It's, yeah, That's yeah. the word I was looking for. And so, uh, single four is out now. Yes. Uh, Do or die. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you've done a video and everything for that. Yeah. It's all on your Instagram. It's all there. It's all there. <laughs> um, and the album's on the way. I know. You excited? I can't. Do you know what? <laughs> Until it comes out and everyone loves it, it's, it's nothing but nervousness because you've know, been working on this for so long. You've been tweaking it, sending it back and forth to producers, ask, asking all your friends and family who. Or we'll just tell you, yeah, yeah, it's great, you know, like, but until it actually gets out there, you can't remember what's good and what's not, because I think it's all a blur now. We've yeah, you can't so the wood for the trees. Yeah, 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 exactly. So I think now it's just, we can't do any more of it. Just yeah. get it out. And well, you're, you're at that point as well where you, you really know what you want. Yeah. And you also know how to make it happen. Yeah, so definitely. Because I've been there before, it's just, it's so much harder doing it the way that we are. Um, which is through an independent and obviously trying to build up from scratch. But I think you get a lot more respect doing it that way. Yeah, completely. And uh, I also yeah. think, uh, because when, when you get handed it on a plate, everyone sort of looks at you like, oh, well, they just went on X Factor and all of a sudden they've become big. I mean, anyone can do that. Yeah, but, the, well, you know, the difference is, though, that you've gone on and sung badly yeah. all the way through. 
people would have that criticism. But like the, yeah. the, the, the ace in your pocket, I think, is that you did so well like in the voting and like you were so you were both so capable like it wasn't that you had to be spoon fed or anything yeah you know yeah. because you sounded great I remember when like Danny Minogue would be sort of like saying like, <laughs> trying to give us tips on like singing and and, and, I, and she's like be be careful of these notes and stuff and I listened back over our, a lot of our performances this was like years later I thought we barely put a note wrong, you know. Yeah, yeah, it was re- it was very, yeah, very, very tuned. Loads of people because it's live. Drop, yeah, drop, drop the odd bum note, and when they don't, it's sensational. You know. Also, but... I've heard Danny Minogue sing live. <laughs> I didn't want to say. <laughs> I've heard Danny Minogue. She's not all that. I've heard she, Kylie Minogue. I've heard bum notes. Yeah, well, every, everyone does. Yes, they do. But I'm yeah. not being funny. Like I, I, I got my my manager um, recorded a, a pride event that I was doing because I was going to, you know. And do it. I said, he said, oh, I'll do a live event. I said, no, just in case. <laughs> and then, and then, and then when you listen to it back, you just put your best bits up. <laughs> yeah, so just but, to, yeah, we have a real yeah, long sound check. If yeah, we're doing but, that. Yeah, you know, and I'm saying uh, afterwards, you always go, oh no, I couldn't hear myself. I couldn't hear yeah, myself. I couldn't hear the monitors. I'll monitors. drop some right clangers. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, look, Danny has, Danny has dropped some clangers. Yeah, but when they sure. do that, I, I as a performer, look at that and think, wow. Well, to, you know they yeah, might be yeah. having sound issues they, yeah. you know I don't, I don't, you just don't know they might, yeah. I don't know they might have had a rough night the night before and, and, yeah, I, I, but, and so they yeah. should because yeah, you live exactly. in the lifestyle let's go have fun yeah, you know? exactly yeah, it's, yeah. people drop but it's when it's like people love to laugh at it don't they and don't oh yeah wrong. it's incredible we've all listened to you know Girls Aloud Radio 1 you know before and sort of this, <laughs> and sort of peed ourselves laughing you can swear you can totally totally piss yourself laughing on this show Sean that's all I did I don't mind but yeah we've all been there listen it's been amazing to talk to you Uh, you're you're really cool and I love the um, I do love the the new single like it's really really cool to listen to it thanks so much thank you I paid for it on iTunes Sean you actually paid paid. I paid you helped me you helped me reach number three (laughs) it'll pay for your broken roof exactly yeah that's that's going on that's 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 going to say my poor tenant Sean broke his roof (laughs) (laughs) and there's a plumber coming too oh yeah we did we did talk about this we didn't talk about the plumber I feel like we did no the plumber yeah yeah, I've got my roof's gone, and I've also got a plumber coming just for those listeners that need to. Re- we'll be talking about this off, off air. He's got a problem, tenant, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. That's what we're, that's what we're talking about. <laughs> no, the tenant's fine. <laughs> if they're listening, they'll probably leave. <laughs> oh, they, no, no, you know what? It's, it, it's a renter's market. Yeah, it's, it's a right, renter's market, right, Sean. <laughs> just put the rent up if they start giving me any of that trouble. <laughs> really, really? <laughs> the roof has gone, is it? Well, how's another 200 a month to pay for it? Yeah. That? <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Great talking to you. Thank you so much. That was Sean Smith. He is absolutely lovely, wasn't he? He was just so nice. Sean's new single, Dirty Windows, is available to stream and download, or you can order physical copies from energizerecords.com. You can follow Sean on all social media platforms. He is at Sean Smith Solo. You can follow me, I'm at Garod Farrelly, and if you log on to Instagram, you can see pictures from this interview. There'll be a new episode soon. Actually, probably sooner than you think. It has been made already, and it's just sitting there waiting for me to push the button. Uh, it's a cool episode, actually, and we're going back to Hollywood for the next one, so it'll be out soon. Thanks for listening. This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. 
Being a parent can be really challenging. Child and Family Resource Network focuses on connecting pregnant parents and those with kids under the age of five with free support services to help them on their parenting journey. Everyone deserves someone they can turn to for help with parenting. Visit childandfamilyresourcenetwork.org today.